Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. I was not really prepared or thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's only our 81st episode. Wait, we drink at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> What's beer? <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, so it was a rough night last night. How are y'all doing today? Wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what, what did happen? Oh, is that, is that how we're going to play, play it? Like, we have no idea what happened? <laughs> I was just, We've all just uh, uh, obliterated it out of our brains. Well, yeah, I was you know, obviously pretty bummed today, but uh, I, I wanted to start this off, this episode off, with some good news for Georgia State this pa- over this past week. Uh, Do you have anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Wednesday last week, Georgia State baseball completely embarrassed Georgia Tech. A nice. 10 to 1 win over in Midtown. That's awesome. And, and uh, Georgia Tech was ranked number 10 at the time. So I'm, I have no idea if they're even still ranked at this point. But yeah, so that's a good one. Uh, the pitcher, Georgia Tech pitcher, uh, Mason Patel, he was named the Sun Belt Player of the Week because right. of his performance on the field. Uh, is there is that a series or was that just a single game? And it's a single game. It's weird. College baseball is weird. Because uh, Ryan, like you and I were talking about last night, uh, how baseball is built around series, but then college baseball has a lot of one game. Like we're, we're actually, I didn't get a chance to check it, but Georgia State's playing uh, Florida in baseball in a one game series right now. I think Florida is either ranked one or two. They're uh, maybe I can check that at some point. You're like, yeah, that is kind of weird though. Um, I, I was I was just gonna say like it feels like um, our team is really good uh, at, at beating ranked teams. Uh, the series that we've had, I think we haven't won any of the series yet, but we're pretty good at knocking them off. You know, at least once. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this team is it's fun to watch. They they've not kind of put it pulled it all together, but they're able to beat these ranked opponents. Uh, I think somebody put it on one of the. Uh, the boards that I think at the time we were ranked four and six, that Georgia State must be the best four and six baseball team. All four <laughs> wins against top 25 teams, all six losses against top 25 teams. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But not just that, not just baseball. Beach volleyball, you got started up. We uh, beat uh, the number 11 team, FAU, over the weekend. Uh, we had a couple of losses, but to number one and number two, uh, LSU and FSU. So, I mean, that's understandable, but ranked a uh, move up to uh, number 18 in the nation. How, how many teams are there now? I, you know? have, I looked it up just for you, Ryan. I put it in my notes because I knew Ryan was going to ask how many teams. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't get a clear answer, but I think at least 64 teams. Oh, man, that's played. pretty that, – that that sport's been expanding really well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the, the stuff I looked up um, – it looked like 54 teams last year, and like they added six, uh, up to, up to 64 teams this yeah. year. But I'm not sure about all that. But yeah, so, so baseball more, ball that's, about, that's about half of the FBS teams, and so I would say that we need to at least be top 12 for me to care. For you to care? Well, so the, if you want to look at it that way, that means that uh, so we're getting uh, there. That we would be top 40 in, in football, which no, I think no, at this point, top 25 in football. That's why I, I know what you're saying, but yeah, okay, that doesn't yeah. matter. Anyhow, yeah, I already did that math. Congrats to the ladies on the on the performance over the weekend. Uh, uh, softball ended their their week winning two games, scoring thirteen runs in both of those games. So that's an impressive performance there. Uh, yeah, football spring practice began today, so we have that to look forward to. Football uh, in, in several months, and um, you know, as much as we hate the outcome after this weird of a season, we made it to the basketball championship. Like that's it. You know, three weeks ago, if you would have said that we would have, you know, lost in the uh, 
the championship game, you'd be like happy just to have made it there and played that long. So yeah. So I think all in all, Oh, and then one more thing on our way to the championship, we were able to handle, handle a hand Bob Marlin an additional loss to Georgia state. So I'll take it. Yeah. And he was yeah, very perfect. angry at the end of that game. He was he very, was very angry. Yeah, actually, Tim, I'll talk about that a little, little bit later on about your experience down there in, uh, in Pensacola with those Lafayette fans. But yeah, so as bad as last night was, and it, and it still hurts. It was a good week for Georgia state for a lot of other uh, reasons. And uh, yeah, but that being said, basketball. <clears throat> Woo. Oops. So, yeah. <laughs> so what happened last night? What, what, what happened? What was the problem last night? What? what did you, it you don't want to talk about the other games. You want to start go backwards from the worst to the. Let's just talk about the. Well, we can talk about the whole weekend. You can talk about uh, what good or bad led up to last night. You can talk about what happened last night. Just Tim, I know you got something on deck. Give it to me. I do. It's a theme throughout all three tournament games for us. We we kept going on these three minute ish scoring droughts um and not just the last game but all of them um in the app state game you know we went on starting the second half we went on a three minute and 22 second drought we scored two points at the end of that we did it again right after that by the way starting at 16 25 all the way down to 12 41 so almost four minutes another two points um, if you add that all up, it's 10 minutes and 17 seconds. Over half of the second half, six points scored. You yeah. can't win many games that way at all whatsoever. Yeah, I know. Not to, mention, not to mention our shooting in the second half, I think, was sub-30 or it was close to it. Yeah, it was very, very obvious that we were going on these massive droughts. Uh, and I don't know what you would account for that whatsoever at all. But, yeah. Credit to Ab's defense. Um you know, they they basically gave us fits. Um, they that basically team, shut down. Thomas. That team did not look like a team that had played their playing their fourth game in as many days, and they came out there and they did not look tired at all. They were quick. They were aggressive. They they were going for the ball, and we looked like we came out there just kind of like, all right, this is an exhibition game. We'll go ahead and knock off this uh, lower tier opponent and move on to the next round. I don't know what I mean. I was telling Ryan because Ryan and I actually got together and watched the game last night, and I was telling him, you know, one of the things I liked so much about the Coach Hunter teams was a really aggressive style of play, and we saw a lot of steals and a lot of um, you know just really taking taking the ball away from the team uh, when they're not paying attention. And I feel like that was happening to us, and not only, and, and I feel like that's that was that's been happening all season long. But not only that, in the game last night it seemed like we were literally passing the ball to App State several times. I mean, granted, they're kind of getting in there, but there were very, very lazy passes that just didn't look like we were dialed in on what was happening. We did have a few more turnovers in that game um, out, out of the other two games. I think they just – either we didn't – we couldn't work the ball inside or they shut it down, but Thomas and Sosame only had 10 points. And in every other matchup – with Lafayette, they had 27 combined, right? And um, in the first game, Sosome had a double-double. Like, he was in double digits. And I don't I don't remember how many points Thomas had, but it was significant. We were going inside against Arc State. So, I mean, they – Well, Jalen Crumble – Credit to them. 
Jalen Thomas, who's so like just money on that little jumper, uh, right, right there, you know, ten feet off the basket, he was ineffective. He, he missed, missed over and over. And over. He had yeah. So many air balls. I feel like there was so many air balls on what is normally just a, a, a chip shot for us. And yeah, there was one that like barely hit the front of the rim, or it might not even hit the front of the rim. And I think at that point he was probably rattled. And then at that point he was kind of, I'm not shooting. I don't want yeah, to shoot. We couldn't actually see how close it was to the rim because the captions were in the way. It was like <laughs> right where the, the basket should be is right where the captions were. So it was like we could we could tell it was an air ball, but, you know. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. I didn't know if you were going to be Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> the closed caption was up there right at the basket. And you, <laughs> so sometimes you'd miss. We're like, well, you weren't even sure if I actually missed it. Based off of how the players reacted, you'd know yeah. what happened. But, yeah, it was um, – but, yeah, there's some air balls that just looked – we looked like the team that was tired. Tired. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, they said they weren't tired, but I don't know. I rewatched a little bit of the game coming home today. And why would you say you're not tired? Fast. Say you're tired. If you lose a championship game, we were tired. Like, I went out there and I gave it my best, and they beat us. Make up some excuses. Say, man, I don't I know. Probably I probably have COVID. I, mean, I was tired, dude. You know, I, I don't probably talk, have COVID. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I still have COVID. You know, I, <laughs> I need my second shot. I will say yeah. that despite it being um, a, a pretty bad loss, I wasn't pretty. I wasn't excited about you know um, how many points we scored and things like that. But um, it was kind of a, it was it was the type of basketball game that that I actually really like watching. And if they were all more like that, I would probably watch more. But like they were all they were very physical. Everybody was kind of like really getting into it. There wasn't a lot of um, time where people were just like standing around dribbling a ball, not doing much of anything. Everyone was sort of always in their face. And on top of that, the refs were letting it happen. They sort of all weekend. They just kind of let that first game. I loved it. First game. They were calling everything that the arc state game. I feel like they were calling everything, but last night was way and and even Lafayette was way different. I feel like they were uh, definitely letting things play out a little bit more. Hell, I mean, how many tackles do we see last night in the game? There was some physical like hockey style play going on. Well, the ULL game, they, they, um, wow, what did I do that for? That Lafayette game, they, uh, they, the announcer, the color commentator was really terrible and, uh, was talking about how we tackled some guy. And I was like, we, we barely touched him. Like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But then, like, last night, we, like, ankle tackled some dude. I, like, I was like, that was a freaking tackle. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Tim? No, I mean, I think they were just tougher than us. I think they were a little bit more physical than we were. You know, we were tired. I don't – we made foolish mistakes that we weren't making at least as much in the, the prior game. Maybe Lafayette took a lot of out, out of us. I don't know. But, I mean, I did like the fight in the team. They didn't give up. I mean, they were up well, – like App was up 14 with 4.43 left, and we went on a 14-4 run to close it to the four points at 104. I mean, we had yeah. a, we had a chance. We just needed like two to three more minutes. Yeah. So Tim, that's what we were talking about a little bit before we went on. Was uh, I'm I'm really not too quick about calling a game, no matter how big the score is. You know, either whether or not you know my team is winning or losing at that point. But I, yeah, at that 14 uh, points with four minutes to go, I was telling Ryan that like, this game is over. Like you know, we we have lost this game. And I go to the bathroom, come back, you know, uh, drinking my beer. And all of a sudden, yeah, a minute to go, it's four points. Four points in one minute is very, very manageable. And uh, it's like the the team just turned something on there for a minute. And I'm like, all right, we're in this. We can win it. 
And as I was telling you, that's just what Atlanta teams do. Once you give up every last ounce of hope, they just pour a little bit more in the coffin right there and you, you drink it in and they just snatch it away and say, nope, just kidding. We're not going to be that good. We're going to, we're going to lose this game for you. Yeah. I think we said the game was over like four times uh, <laughs> in the last couple minutes. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, I uh, there was some pretty. It took me a long time to to hit up Panther Talk today to kind of look at uh, what was being said about the game. I part of that was because I was actually really busy at work today. But another part was I just any spare time I had, I was like, I don't, I don't want to go through that that message board and read everything. But I finally made it through. There's some some pretty heated posts, a, a lot of uh, maybe in the moment type reactionary type posts. But uh, are you really? Uh, are you really up in arms? But I mean, is this? Is this really, really bad for Drew State? Is this like, like some people were comparing it? This is a worse loss than the 2014 loss to to Lafayette. What do you I guys think? We had the easiest path to winning once we got past Lafayette, you know, two nights ago. But you know, App was playing out of their mind. I mean, what was his name? The one guard, Almonacy, 32 points. I mean, you just need to figure out how to shut him down, double him. I don't care. Right. Make someone else beat you. I, 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 I do understand the, the frustration on Panther talk. I mean, you let one player score 32 points. That's, and he was hitting everything. Yeah. I well, mean, off, guys, off the dribble threes, like it was nothing. Sometimes guys are on. I mean, but you got to be able to find a way to, you know, to stop everybody else. You know, one guy's not really can't win the game for you. But so like one thing that I, I think a lot that we're talking about was, so we, we all know there's a difference between the energy of Coach Hunter and Coach Lanier. I mean, they're, they are polar opposites just from a, like, a personality standpoint. No one is better than another for a person to be. Lanier is way more laid back. Coach Hunter is a personality. He's larger right. than life. Uh, and I feel like that the teams kind of mimic their coaches a little bit. I think that's what something that everybody else was saying was it did not seem like we were playing with an intense team here at the end of the season under Lanier and they're comparing it to coach Hunter's teams that did a lot of those steals and grabs and takeaways and everything. But then I think about, I said this on here last season and the beginning of this season, the very first games of the season under coach Lanier, my question was, can the guys keep up the intensity of play? They really started very, very hard last year and this year. And then we had all of our crap, but I don't know what happened. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's the, the missed games. Maybe just this year, which is whack or whatever. But I'm not. I'm I'm not thinking that Lanier is the problem here. I think he's a great coach. No, he's I think we're good here. I think anybody that's like calling for his head or saying that you know that no, that's he, ridiculous. He can't. That's crazy. He can't, he can't coach intensity. I think we've seen that. We've seen that at the beginning of the seasons, and maybe it is a problem with keeping that throughout the the gas down all season long. But yeah, I think. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't think this is as bad as 2014's loss. I think okay. this, I think you also, um, you just look at, you know, we, we played App State three times and we lost three times. Um, maybe it's just a bad matchup. Maybe their style of play just matches up better. Do we, we played them four times and we won once? Yeah. Ah, crap. All right. Well, still, um, they, they clearly had our number, uh, throughout and we, um, I thought I saw somebody say, oh, and three, and I just trusted them. I didn't look it up. Yeah. Don't trust the internet. It's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, it's I mean, it still could be a matchup thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't actually make my point any like mood or anything like that. Like maybe they just play a better style of basketball against the style that we play the type of thing. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like they're better than us, but you know, 
Lanier tipped his hat to App State in the mm-hmm. postgame pressure. He basically said that they checked more boxes than any team in the Sun Belt, even out us, as far as the most complete team NCAA tournament ready. And maybe, you know, I mean, the, the fun fact that I took with Almonacy, I looked up his stats. His second highest point total of the season was against us. Oh, wow. Yeah. When, in Atlanta, where they lost, he had 24. So, like, already right there, you know he's got something. Like, he could just go off on against us as a team. And then the other thing I noticed is his career highs were all set last night. Like, points, field goals made, attempts, three points made. That's the kind of stats Atlanta teams make. It's always the stats against us. Never. We just, we just handed him all of his career highs. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Reed saying uh, App State's defense reminds him of uh, of Coach Hunter's defense. Yeah, I mean they're scrappy. Yeah, I, I I feel like we've seen that with Coach Lanier at the beginning of the season. It's just not you know maintained all the way through, and maybe it's just something that maybe Hunter was better at coaching it against the Sun Belt play. And Lanier hasn't figured out the Sun Belt play uh, just yet. I don't know. But, Some bright spots in the uh, championship game. Johnson with 14 and Boyce with 11 in the championship game. Trying to pick up the slack for the rest of the team that wasn't scoring. I mean, Allen had nine. You know, like I said, Thomas and Sosa made 10 points combined when the night before they had 27. You, you got, I mean, we had people to kind of replace some of the points, but not enough. And those long stretches of droughts, like if you move those probably backwards two to three minutes, it would have given the team the the time, the the space to probably con- complete the comeback. Yeah, potentially. I mean, Kane Williams woke up finally that game towards the end of that um, second half. He was scoring a lot of the points in that fourteen four run we had to close the gap. But you know, it was just it was too little, too late. That's a, that's a tough spot to be in. Right. Yeah, you're down four with a minute four left, but you need App to miss everything at that point. And they weren't free throws. They weren't, and we weren't stealing it from them either at that point. Really, no, no. They stopped making. They they were making mistakes during that run, but they stopped making mistakes. They clamped down, kind of what we did to um, Lafayette the night before, and you know they closed it out. Yeah, yeah. It's um, (laughs) (laughs) I had to get that in there. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I want to be bummed out about it, and I am bummed out about it, but. You know, this season was so messed up. And for Georgia State, more so than any other team in the conference, this was a messed up season with all the cancellations, postponements, not knowing what's going on. And, you know, obviously, players were getting COVID, and there's some lasting effects for that throughout the season. So I wanted to see us go to the tournament again. I wanted us to get that Sun Belt Championship again. But I, I think that, you know, after everything is said and done – we should be happy we made it there at this point. You know, I mean, David, would you say that maybe we just didn't knock off all of the rust? <laughs> the team is not quite gelling. Just there's enough. a little bit of rust left on there. Was a little left over, or, or is it yeah. new rust? I probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So yeah, Ryan, you actually watched all the games this week. I'm very proud of you. You actually paid for an ESPN Plus subscription. I well, thought he game casted two of them. We'll say all, I guess. But okay. I watched half of each game up until the last one. Yeah. Well, you know, I will. I, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up yet, Ryan, but uh, I will take full ownership on our loss. And this, this is why I'm trying to be upbeat about the team right now. It's my fault. I went out on Friday and went to wild heaven over in Avondale Estates, And I picked up some concrete jungle beer 
which feel like that should be the Georgia State beer. And not I, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I pledge myself. Whatever. I pledge myself. You know, it's a four pack. I'll drink one at tip off for all three of our games, and then one more once we win the 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 championship. So. I did that, and we won those first two games. And then the third game comes around, and I'm like, "Hey, Ryan, let's go to a bar and watch this." So brought I it, did man. not drink my concrete jungle, so it, it's all. I'm a superstitious person. Oh, it angry. All my fault. I take. You get a lot of ang- angry reacts on Facebook. <laughs> you need a lot to bring of them. It with you. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'll, you know what the other interesting thing was uh, going into the championship game. I think Lenardi had us as a 14 seed. Um, and then after we lost, obviously it's to replace us. He's got app as a plan 16 seed. We well, yeah, that that's another thing. Going into the tournament, uh, when the Texas State was Texas the favorite State. one, they were a play-in game. So yeah. Uh do you actually want to see App State do well? Do you want to see them be successful in the tournament? Do you want them to win a game? I mean, we wouldn't mind the cash, but um I they might win the playing game. You know, yeah. you're playing a like-minded team uh the first game they played uh, they'll probably get waxed are they also playing the play-in games in what, indianapolis right everything's yeah. in indianapolis yeah yeah dayton's I, losing out on their first four i don't care at all if they win or lose or anything i probably won't pay attention at all i may do a bracket i guess and and i'll do and i'll do the strategy like um that usually wins which is you know pick my favorite colors and stuff <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm going to go back to my tried and true. I don't care about other Sunbelt teams. I hope they fail miserably and they oh, Wait, like wait, wait. You just said two opposing ideas. You don't care about them but you hope they lose? Yeah, yeah. I I I don't care about the Sunbelt as a conference. Mm-hmm. I this is not where I want us to play. I don't want to be playing App State as a conference game every single year. Uh, I want to see them lose because I want the only team to look successful in the Sun Belt to be Georgia State. I see uh, John says uh, they're going to get matched up against Michigan. He'll be a one seed. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if he's saying that's what's going to happen, but that would be, yes, that, that's the storybook, right? That App State versus Michigan. Oh, boy. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, <clears throat> God. not be kicking oh, the field all the win. You think they don't shut up now about that game? Come on. We <laughs> <laughs> got your number, Michigan. John, shut your mouth, dude. I don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> I will say uh, to Ryan, the fans did contemplate Bobby Suck. But we didn't do it. Oh, we why? Hunter's not there to chastise you. It's fine, man. And he does suck, so... Like, where's the lie? And, and I think the Lafayette fans even agree that he sucks. You know, they, he's not taking them to the the promised land like they they, they expect out of all their teams. Uh, yeah. So uh, Ryan Reed says, uh, Michael Almond is yeah. I think everybody gets everyone gets another year. I'm pretty sure the NCAA said everybody. Yeah. Unfortunately, he can uh, handle us again next year. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, but he may move. I mean, hell, with the with the transfer policy in place, he may go somewhere else. True. He could get yeah. picked up, right? Yeah, yeah. But looking ahead to next year, I mean, we should be really excited about the team next year, right? You know, uh, Sosami and uh, Jalen Thomas coming back, getting uh, Joe Jones back, getting Nelson Phillips back, being healthy. Like, this team's going to be an exciting – there is no reason why you should not be picking Georgia State to win Sunbelt preseason already. Right. I, 
it'll be interesting to see what happens on with the guards because we'll have a lot of them um, <laughs> with this COVID extra year thing. Um, I don't know. You know, I like Johnson playing. I mean, Corey Allen was good in stretches. Kane was good in stretches. Kane has these weird droughts where he just can't make anything. So here's my strategy, though. If we have a lot of guards, that means we got some depth. That means our guards can be very aggressive and just like really foul the hell out of the other team really well. Good. And then like, don't worry, we have someone just as good that's going to come in when this guy's pulled out of the game. It's all right. We're fine. Yeah. Is yeah. that a strategy? Is that is that how you do? Is that how you play basketball? I mean, you could be an aggressive team, and hopefully, you play teams that can't shoot free throws. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> play ourselves we can't shoot through free throws it's too bad they didn't show the uh, <laughs> crowd at all in the um in the lafayette gsu game they were livid i mean when we all went on our 13-2 run to end the game they <laughs> curse words were coming out of their mouths like they were <laughs> they were taunting our small group of fans that were there Last call, I'll tell you about an incident in the concourse after the game ended with Lafayette fans. I mean, it it, it reminded me of some of the games at Uno where they just they just lose it. Like well, they're they're living up to, they're living up to what we expect out of Louisiana teams. Like, yeah, you you are the garbagest, most garbage fans in all of sports. They are well, just, it, Louisiana is basically just a big swamp, right? The whole state. Yeah, the, the whole thing should be underwater. I don't, I don't mean that offensively. I mean, I mean that offensively. The whole state should be underwater. Like, right. it just shouldn't be there. I was most impressed, with, honestly, the, through the entire tournament. The way we played Lafayette to let them come back, because we all knew it was coming because we're an Atlanta fan base. And Georgia State basketball is notorious for letting teams who don't belong to come back to get back in the game. Um, I think there was a quote that, Lanier said to them when they tied up at 71 all, he's like, can y'all start playing now? <laughs> like, we're back to zero. Collected. He's yeah, that's one thing, I, that's one of the things I, I put out uh, on Twitter during the game is like, as an Atlanta team, being up by 15 is the exact same thing as being down by five. Like, we we don't feel good about anything ever. It's, it's never yeah, – we're, Atlanta... da- we're down by 15. We're, we're, we're already calling the cab to come home or yeah, – Ordering more shots, one of the two. I think some of our esteemed fans. Let's not talk about more shots. (laughs) (laughs) I think some of our esteemed fans posted something around a half, and State of Atlanta did not enjoy that post about being up 19. Yeah, actually, I have that. Yeah, you did a good job taking over the Twitter account over the weekend. I like that. I have some. I have that coming up for us to talk about. But I want to. Next year, you know, with the guys coming back. the games obviously against app are going to be pretty intense. Like those are the ones when the schedule comes out, I'm going to circle those because that's going to be a game that maybe you want to go up to Boone to watch the game if you can and definitely not miss the game in the sports arena. Then also sports arena last year for the sports arena. Yeah. So going out here. It sounds like a budding rivalry. And and we're, and we're playing um, tech again. We're playing at McCamish again next year, right? So are we? Yeah, I think so. Was it wasn't it a a two and one, uh, two games at McCamish, and then one game to open up uh, this uh, yeah. convocation yeah, I center? Think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- I mean, I, I'm excited about this next season. I, I, and, you know, it's a bummer that the season's over for us because you know, there's not going to be any postseason play with 
NIT or the other, you know, crappy tournaments going on. Are they all canceled? No, the NIT is only 16 teams. So we're, we're way out of that count. I mean, it'd be, it would take a miracle. Maybe, well, you know what? Maybe we're the only team that doesn't have COVID right now. So yeah, but what if they just do mid major rankings? Oh yeah. What did you guys think about the uh, first game? I mean, Ryan, I know you watched some part of it. Watched the sure. last half of it. Okay. Did, I mean, that's the, game, that's, the game. Game. that's the game where we went up like by a hundred thousand points. And then, um, no, that's the second game. That's a Lafayette game. The first game we were battling with Arkansas state. Like we didn't belong. Oh yeah. 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 It was back and forth. We had a two point lead going in the half. Like we didn't deserve to win. We were lucky that whoa, we whoa, played. Whoa, 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 I whoa, think that whoa, game, that that's a game that, I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about having these, um, uh, the, the two round buys or the, the buy right in the, in the semifinal if you're a first place team. Or, but I think you take too many days off. We saw all season long. We'd have two weeks off. Of, <laughs> we suck. Really, we, we would suck. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of credited that, Ryan, another time of having to knock the rust off because we play, it's been over a week since we had played or thereabouts. So, yeah, and that, that's kind of what I chalked all that up to. I, you're right, though, Ryan, um, Tim. I, it was one of the kind of things. Right, I'm right every single game, I was kind of like, I want, I want to win by more. I, I, I want it to be more convincing uh, win, and because because what we saw at South Alabama, those last a couple of games, where we were like just there was lights out, but that's not what we were seeing. I think they walked into that game thinking we're the one seed. You're not going to beat us. It's not even going to be a, a contest, and they came to play. I mean. They out-rebounded us almost 10 extra boards. Um, We're used to being out-rebounded. That's not a thing for us. Uh, you know, in the other two games, we actually did pretty well rebounding. I was referring to our previous, previous years. Yeah. I mean, Sosa May and Thomas did a good job in the tournament overall. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, was, it was literally we turned it on for the last three minutes to just hold them scoreless. And win by three. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was a heart heart attack game. So was Lafayette, but not as much because we were able to go on our own little thirteen two run to close things out. And then app for you know the fans at the arena. It's just it was brutal. I don't know. Well, so I, I got to touch on this for a second. Like, uh, what do you think, Tim? Do we think that? A lot of the talk about uh, with the Sun Belt teams are, you know, since we're a one bid league, that we need to give the best opportunity for our best team to make it in the championship. So if you're going to have a tournament, you know, that two round by whatever, do you think that that's what we need to do? That uh, the top two teams basically have a play in game for the championship. Do you think that actually works out well for the conference? Because I think if you're, I think if your argument is that, then you're just scared of playing games. I don't mind playing an extra game. Well, I mean, they were going to protect the top two seeds last year, if you remember. Right. Like, there's campus sites, and then the top two seeds make it to New Orleans automatically for the semis. And it's been that way in years past. Then this year with COVID, they did the East-West because you can't travel because you'll get COVID or something, I think. I don't know. I don't know why because you have to – State lines. Yeah. Every time you cross a state line, it doubles your chance of catching – Well, you, you just get COVID. 
I don't know they, if you knew that. You have through. to actually get COVID as you go into each state. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So, right. But yeah, I, you know, next year I a get rid of the division thing. We don't need that. No, it won't uh, happen. B, again. B, I don't. You know, if you want to give the top two teams the double bye into the semifinals, fine. I don't know. I, it'll be curious to see. Like, I think the Sun Belt like not the division concept, but having all the teams there which we should have another talk about the other location. That the oh, yeah, I've, I've, got that. I've, got, I've got that in my, we'll get to it. my, my tweet breakdown from uh, Tim Thurber. <laughs> I've got that uh, to go over. <laughs> but I think they might like all the team. They might opt out of campus sites and then Pensacola. They might say, hey, everyone come to Pensacola. We're doing this this way every year. Top two teams get the double buy and leave it at that, which we wouldn't have gotten the double buy based on our record. I don't think. I do think it'd be kind of cool if uh, you do get a double buy in like in Georgia State. Obviously, would get one of those. Go down there and you know, booze it up, have a good time, and then just go to the other games and just like ch- either cheer for or root against all the other teams, however you want to. Just maybe you root against everybody. The same game, you boo every basket. You know, just uh, it's a much more. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know what's on your agenda here, but it's a much more accessible arena than you know was. Yeah, we actually we can we can move right. This was this was my next topic. Yeah, oh. so you so yes, yeah, so you were down there. You went down there. You you uh, were handling the state of Atlanta Twitter account, doing a great job in my opinion. Trying to it's pretty it's entertaining stuff. You definitely riled up uh, some of the other fan base uh, accounts. Uh, maybe I riled up maybe riled up some Georgia State uh, um, admin a little bit. I don't know, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good time. What was that, Tim? Didn't mean to. <laughs> you know what? Alcohol is a beautiful thing. It makes uh, true voices fly. So, yeah, what was your take? Well, you've been out in New Orleans. I've never gone to um, a tournament in New Orleans. Uh, you've gone there. You've now been to Pensacola. I wanted to go. What was it like? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, even our buddies at the, at Rage and Review, the, the Lafayette guys, they want to know, what would you think of uh, Pensacola? Yes, definitely enjoyed Pensacola. Uh First of all, the arena is walkable to bars, breweries, and restaurants. It's not out by a lake in the middle of nowhere where there's nowhere to go after that, other than back to your hotel or back into New Orleans. So I think it was a better location. Now, I know the Sun Belt was trying to do the thing at Smoothie King Center, and that would have been much better. It just never happened, and they already made the deal to move to Pensacola. Um I would say that, you know, they did their little upgrades in the arena. I mean, it was a decent arena. You know, it kind of resembled Uno Arena a little bit, just a taller Uno Arena. Um, I will say that Pensacola overall put in a lot of money just around, like, signage, and they had these gigantic basketballs for every single team. Um, they had light posts all up and down Paraflax Street was was covered in Sunbelt stuff. I mean, you, you knew the Sunbelt tournament was there. And I'll say, honestly, the local people actually came to the games way more than the people that were in the New Orleans area. I think, you know, we were a small fish in a big pond in New Orleans, and we're a bigger fish in a smaller pond in Pensacola. I think it's the right fit size-wise. Yeah, I, uh, 
I understand why fans want to be in New Orleans. I mean, even though New Orleans is a cesspool that no one should ever go, they should probably like hazmat the entire place off. I understand the desire by a lot of people that have never been there before. It's known as a party city. It's a, it's a major city in the United States. Uh, uh, you you kind of, if you want to legitimize a Sunbelt conference, you don't want to be in hot Springs, Arkansas. You want to be in a, in a, and more notoriable kind of a notoriable. Notoriable. I, I, I heard it too. I was like, I don't think so, but I yeah. was going to allow it until you start questioning it. Yeah. Notoriety. Yeah. You want to, you want to be into a city that you can really kind of take a pride in like the sec plays their championship, their football championship in Atlanta because it's the best city in the country. So right. I get it. I get it. But new Orleans is, is, is horrible. And Pensacola, I think kind of plays a little happy me. Like I would have liked to have seen something maybe in Birmingham or, or sure. Memphis or Nashville or something like that, but no, uh, I think I think you make uh, Pensacola work. You know, they they I'll, spent I'll the money. This, I mean, this, especially you know a, a march in Panhandle of Florida sounds a lot better than a lot of other places further north than that. So it wasn't too I mean, hot, it wasn't too cold, and the right. and the Panhandle of Florida doesn't often sound good, but it definitely sounds better than a lot of other places or that around March. So the other thing they did that I thought was kind of cool, uh, they did two things. One of them we didn't use um, because we just walked, but they had a trolley that went around to all of the team bars and to the arena. So you could do that. And then the other concept they did is they had every team had its own team bar to go. To. Wait, 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 wait. I want to go back. Wait, wait, there was a trolley that went to all the bars all the team bars. Yeah. I'm in. Yes, this is this is exactly the type of thing you need. I'm yeah, all about the pre-game, post-game thing. You you can like have a. Can you carry your booze onto the trolley? I don't know about that. But you I know, try this. This would have been the first thing I would ask if I find out trolley. Yeah, going, David, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. So exactly. come on, Tim. Come on, we expect better than you of that, man. Come well, on. you just try, David. Try no. and then have them stop you. You know, I mean, chances are that trolley drivers pretty cool and would let you do it so i, mean, I, I bet if you bring that trolley driver a, a beer you'll probably not care I think, at all. Yeah, so I th- yeah i think david the, the thing that you that you're missing is you don't ask questions like that because you don't necessarily you want the answer brian what you're missing is if i was down there i'm exactly in your mindset yeah so i know i'm asking the questions to tim and i'm trying to figure out why didn't you just carry a beer under the trolley <clears throat> Because it all honestly, the whole thing was so walkable. You didn't really need <laughs> the trolley. I mean, like the streetcar in Atlanta. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, it's not the streetcar in Atlanta. It's a trolley. It's a, it's a bus. Let's you can honest. like see all of them from the entrance of the of the arena. You just like look over. You're like, there's all the bars, and they're like trolley, ding ding. Yes. Now, <laughs> does, that, does that include the, the whatever that that heart cell arena? Was that included? Like that the whole walkability and trolley thing is no. that part of no that place was all the way up north by the airport and i feel bad for every team that had to play in that building period yeah, it, it looked pretty uh gymnasium you, I, there's one thing i want to hear about this cracked me up the most uh the scoreboard which thing the scoreboard oh uh, yeah so you know i guess someone tweeted back at state of atlanta but it was kind of fun because they either didn't plan to or didn't want to spend the money to cover up Pirates, which was the team that plays there, and <laughs> Guest. So every game was Pirates versus Guest. <laughs> yeah, because you were there for the women's game. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't go that well. But, uh, yeah, so it was basically the, the 
the Georgia State Pirates versus the who they yes. play? Yeah, the Little Rock. Little uh, Rock. Yes. I, I thought that was that was pretty amusing. Uh, you know, they they put in like a lot of money and I think into the base center for updates to do this whole thing. You think they could at least get a replace the scoreboard in Hartzell to have? You know, you could change the names on it. Well, they had video boards, and those were nice. Those were huge. Like, it took up half the wall. I mean, the arena, arena, the gymnasium was tiny, 12 rows in total, three sections, right? Yeah. No seat numbers, by the way. You just sit wherever you want. It didn't matter. Um, and I, I thought, man, this has got to be awkward for the two seats with their fans coming to these games where you don't really have a seat. You just have wherever you lay claim to first. And then when people leave and come and go, you lose said seat. Yeah. Because again, there's no seating. Yeah. It was, it was tiny. Uh, that's all I can Do you say. think anybody that ever would play at Hartzell arena would ever come up to the sports arena and be like, man, this is nice. This is nice. I like uh, the sports it. arena is way better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just was – I thought it was crazy they didn't have another venue to play at. Oh, well, it is Pensacola, Florida. I know. I mean, it was like, if you figure – like, you know, if, if New Orleans <laughs> is supposedly a, a destination city and the best they can come up with is Lakefront Arena, then what do you expect out of Pensacola, you know? Like, you get you get the Bay Center, which apparently was great. Uh, your, your backup stadium is going to be, you know, it's not going to be, you know, up to par to everything else. So as long as we continue being one seeds, it doesn't matter what, uh, yeah, you, what happens, you, right? you're lucky you get to stay away from the other place. <laughs> I, the problem with our team bar, it was, um, it was like a food courtish airstream place outdoors is that our games were late. So either you have to go drink there earlier and then go to the game because we got there after the first game on Saturday and they were closing in like 10, 15 minutes. And the, the bar at the end of it was like, we're closing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. So maybe the, the assignment of the bars gets kind of uh, changed up by what time games are being played or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, perfect plain brewery, by the way, it was excellent. Yeah. So actually, you mentioned about a brewery over, over there. You said you enjoyed that quite a bit. So yeah. So it sounds like a lot of cool stuff to go to down there. Like, like, <sighs> yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you leave the arena, you walk, I don't even know, a 0.3 miles and you're at bars and breweries and you can hop around, you can get food. You, you just, it was easy. Well, I'm sold. I'm sold. That's, that's where I want to play. That's where I want to play these whole things. That's it. We're moved to Pensacola. Moving it. It's done. It's done. For four more years at least, right? It's done. It's done. I think it's a five-year deal is what they what someone said. Really? Yeah. I think it's what it was. I think it's a five-year. Oh, I thought it was super yeah. temporary. Cool. That's awesome. No, no. no. I think maybe we don't know what their, the format's going to be, but yeah. Yeah. The, uh, down there for five years, which is good. So, uh, yeah. And also, I wanted to do, because this was part of my whole segment, was, uh, yeah, you did a great job on the tweets. They're, they're hilarious. They're fun. Uh, you could definitely tell you can measure your drunkenness as the day goes on by the tweets. It's kind of like, I'm going to do a little picture of this, a little picture of that. And then a really, really hilarious, like drunken comment. And then it's kind of like, now I'm posting everything that comes to my mind, <laughs> which is yeah. the, thing that I do. It's the same thing that I do. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, it and the, the best one, the best one by far was when Ben said we were up really big. 
and your little gif of the stop it. <laughs> I was like, dude, no, you just talked in the freaking universe. Don't do that. I still and think Charlie, Charlie Cobb. I, I still think Charlie Cobb was the best one. Oh yeah, I may I may have received a, a message, a direct message via text from somebody on the university on that one. So whatever, it's funny. It was just to be like lonely, dude, sitting by himself. Like, it was like, oh, if if I was athletic director of App State, still, I'd be winning this game. I mean, Becker <laughs> was sitting by himself too, like a couple seats down in another. It's COVID section. time, man. That's that's the jam. You, you sit thing. by yourself. They're being smart. All right, yeah. Well, um, we we've already gone forty five minutes on this whole thing. Uh, women's team, unfortunately, uh, one and done. You were there for that one, Tim. It, it was it fun, hurt. man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Aside from what? the venue, it was fun. I like I like how physical women's basketball is with no fouls. Like they just bash each other, and they're just like, no, it's fine. So it's I what I like about basketball. Yeah, but I was gonna say, I feel like that's something that Ryan would say he likes about basketball. Maybe I should just start watching women's basketball. It sounds, I it sounds great. Game. I put the game on TV. It was, it was on ESPN Plus, like all the all the other games. So actually, I, I had it on for quite a bit. I didn't get to life gets in the way i wasn't able to finish the game but yeah go back and watch I think, it i think you know there was a little bit of a dig on the women's basketball team because they're notoriously going one and done in the tournament uh, i still think you know like what gene hill has done in his second year here i think we're we're turning a, a corner here with this team as well i, I think that we're going to be really good next year i think he's he's getting this team better i haven't admittedly have not paid a lot of attention to it but from what I have seen about the recruits and what we the progress the past two seasons, I think that Gene Hill is doing a, a great job down there. And and yeah, so next year when I go to Pensacola for the tournament, uh, wait, who? Watching a couple of teams win. Who? Yeah, there you go, Ryan. <laughs> You'll get to experience uh, Hartsell Arena. Yeah, well, not necessarily. Not if they're one seed. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, real quick, uh, football spring practice started today. Uh, not a lot to say about that, but I did make our free ship code for our merch sites, uh, is going to be spring because, uh, spring practice started. I'm looking forward to, to football. Foosball. All right. April 19th for the, uh, spring game, right? What was that, Tim? It was April 19th for the spring game. Uh, April 16th, 16th yeah, so, uh, they start for spring practice <laughs> today, three practices, spring break next week. Then they've got, uh, was it four more weeks of practice that culminates in the, uh, the Friday, April 16th, uh, spring, uh, spring game, which I love going to the spring game. I it, it's great, but I feel like it's, it's such a little tease. It's a little tease. Because you go and you, you see your football team play, you're inside of your football stadium, and then 145 days later, the team finally takes the field to play the first game. It's like, uh, it feels so good, but yeah. Uh, I think that, I think part of the spring game, like the appeal though, is like that you can get a little tailgating in, a little socialization after the uh, uh, winter months and everything, weather's gotten a little bit better. So I'm looking forward to spring game. How about you guys? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm always excited I'm about spring game. Yeah. I don't pay attention to anything happening on the field. I really just love hanging out with you guys uh, in this nice weather at the stadium. Oh, uh, exactly. No, man. I mean, you know, we, we, we crack jokes about that, man. But uh, the friends that I have, uh, 
the the friendships that have been created out of like our fandom for Georgia State have been awesome, and it's yeah. always good. Spring is always good because it's been like months because we don't really like each other other than Georgia State sports. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so, speaking uh, of sports, um, I was talking about baseball. You know, they've uh, they beat Tech last week. They um, uh, struggled against a series against Tennessee. Didn't do do much, but they play uh, Florida. Oh man, I, I didn't look up the, the Florida thing. I don't know how they did in that game. We'll talk about it next week. Then we play uh, Kentucky this weekend. A three-game series. Kentucky's played absolutely no one of note. They're seven and two, but they like they lost two games against Ball State last week. So like they're not that great. Maybe we can pick up some wins against Kentucky. Uh, we're not home with baseball until March twenty-third against Mercer, uh, but we have a two-game series at home against Ken- uh, Ken- uh, Kennesaw State that weekend. I think we should try to get a tailgate. We should do up a baseball tailgate on March 27th. March 27th, a Saturday, a 2 p.m. game. Let's go down there. Let's tailgate it up like a football game and go in and uh, watch the Panthers beat up on the Owls. You guys in? Owls. 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 What a weird mascot. Who do you man? Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds like fun. Are we going to like maybe create a Facebook event or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it up, but we're going to create a big thing. We're yeah, all right. All yeah. right. You going to buy a banner? What's that? Buy a banner? I already got a banner. I, well, I got a banner for the state of Atlanta. So. You, got, you got a state of Atlanta banner? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is. It's there. Yeah. yeah so we hang it up on the everybody. On, in the outfield. March 27th, 2 p.m., down at the baseball complex. And uh, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Get everybody together. Weather, I'm sure, will be nice. So, unless we get that one it random. Always week. is in March. Yeah, that, that random week in March where it's like 70 <laughs> degrees on a Thursday and like a snowstorm on Saturday. With tornadoes. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I said about beach volleyball. Uh, they're, they've got a tournament being played tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, at uh, here in Atlanta. And I think I'm gonna take. There's a four o'clock game. Four o'clock game against Mercer. I think I'm gonna take my daughter down there Wednesday. and go watch some beach volleyball. All so, right. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully the uh, they'll do well. Softball keeps trucking along. Uh, men's tennis is on a destiny of being 500 all season. They played two matches since we last talked. They won one. They lost one. So they keep that that alive. Uh, I feel bad for the women's tennis team. They've got to head down to Statesboro to face the trash down south this weekend. So, ladies, please, please, please be careful. That's not a pl- that's not a place where any uh, any lady should be. So, uh, be careful. We uh, we're looking out for you there. And then uh, men's golf had a tournament. Uh, men's golf. We gotta get something better with that. Hey, middle of the road. Middle of the road at this West Carol- Western Carolina tournament. So, whatever. I don't know what you just said. Yeah, either I. It's one of those points. Men's golf where, is doing something somewhere. You were like men's I'm, golf. They gotta get better or something. And you said middle, middle of the road, middle of the road. You just like sort of strung well, together. I was some trying to like calm it down and not, not talk as much. But yes, they came. They tied for fifth. They tied for seventh, and then ninth uh, out of sixteen over three days in Western Carolina. So I'm just saying, like, come on, you know, come on, guys, like, pick it up. Stop hitting the ball as much. Hit the ball less times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fewer. That's how golf works. Wait, you might be right. Less. Okay, never mind. We shouldn't do that on this. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got for this week. What do you guys got? I had basketball, man. I don't know. Uh, you, do we want to talk about helmet rankings? What are we doing? No, I was, <laughs> yeah. I saved that for last call. I did see a comment from Ryan Reed about the fans that had the body paint on. Oh, yeah. They yeah, use yeah. their crap more than other fans know. Actually, they were really cool. Oh, really? I went and talked to them. Hell, yeah. Were they They were painted up like Georgia, Georgia State? They were in blue? They were Smurfs? No. No, this oh, was the uh, other team. Oh, no, not that one. I saw his whole thing. That's what he said. That was the one. You did the right one. Oh, it was the right one? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were, uh, they were students. They came down for the game. They sat them in a corner, of course. Um, they had body paint on, and I was like, you guys are awesome. You came down here to like cheer on your team. Wait, what team? And I think it was Arc State, right? Oh, okay. It's definitely Arc State. And, Ooh. you know, they said they would cheer for us, but they were staying at the beach. They were going to go to the beach and get drunk, let's be honest. I mean, that's what I would do. I don't see a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, we're coming back. We have tickets for every game. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> but it was great to see students there. I don't know. The the main thing that was missing, and I don't know why they couldn't figure out how to make it happen, because college football kind of made it happen. No bands was really weird. Oh, yeah. Like, and our, and our, our basketball band is fantastic. The yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, so it was really just whatever the arena wanted to do. Like they didn't, you know, they could have gotten probably, you know, every team's fight song and played that as they came. No, it was none of that. I think, you know, it'll be different next year when the bands are back. Right. But they had enough space where they could have probably given each like behind the basket area to each team and had the band spaced out just like they were in other stadiums for football in an outdoor space environment i don't know maybe not maybe the science says no all right you guys carry the conversation for a minute what during during the episode we're carrying the conversation for a minute all right. what is going on right now <clears throat> there were a few things i wanted to comment on one of them is and i can't control this prue mentioned that we should uh wa- do the tailgate from the car because you can watch from your car you cannot drink in your car prue that's illegal uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Watch from, what are we watching from our car? Yeah, it was the, the baseball, baseball tailgate. Game. It was oh, the baseball okay. tailgate. We're back to it. Yeah, sorry. Got it. Can yeah. We, can we just I was like, drink you can't tailgate in your car? Because you can't drink inside your car, man. That's like super illegal. In Georgia, at least. And then yeah. the other thing I wanted to say was about going to the beach and drinking um, and like digging a pit and, and just like pouring ice into it and making a like a beach cooler. Is nice. a lot of fun. That's all I got. You, you might not need to do that. It's pr- it was pretty chilly down there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, well, that was the other thing. Water. I'm kind of scared of the ocean anyway. They're like jellyfish, man. I'm not into jellyfish. Uh, they're not fun when they sting you. I know that. David, much. we're losing it without you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, the viewership actually went up while I was gone. So nice. <laughs> either you guys we're are talking about good job or drinking or on the beach. Day, I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> hey look uh your, your sister chimed in there tim you did a good job there hey well said tim <laughs> all right well thanks everybody for listening this is what you guys get i was ready to i was perfectly timed to get right out of here tim and these are talking about the body paint people and i was like nope i'm not gonna last i had to go that's not on my agenda i like how you just like came back to say bye like you couldn't have said bye 
No, well, you guys were. Well, Tim was like in his diatribe about the, the the painted people going to the beach. I didn't want to kill it off. They were awesome, man. It's, it's good. Yeah, we, we need more fans like that. We need more fans like that on our side. I so. think he was done talking about that. Yeah, we're I, done. You know, I, I was. I was. Huh? Not, you, you were done too. I was also ready to be done. So, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for those that have been watching. It's been a good Woo. time. Uh, we're gonna head over and do our last call where we drink a little bit more. We talk a little bit more candidly about everything. I think that um, Tim has got a great story about some Lafayette fans that he wants to share with us. And, uh, and I'm going to talk about our best helmet ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. And why it's uh, not as good as the Buffalo helmet, apparently. But that it is marginally better than other teams' helmets. That oh, there, 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 there's some trash down south. His helmet's nowhere near yeah. as ours. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. Uh, last call. It's available on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Free to everyone, but available um, early for our Patreon members. And, you know, thanks to uh, Tim's uh, swift tweeting out there, we, we gained a few more Patreon members of the weekend. If you decide to join, it's three bucks a month. Uh, you get access to our private group chat where the three of us, along with all the Patreon members, uh, uh, chat around and uh, 20% off all our merchandise, all kinds of stuff. You get all kinds of crap, whatever I can give you, I, I give to the Patreon members, so it's all good. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. Bye, y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.